Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring me through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Staring me th- through another dimension, I should say. Whoa, another. No, no, I'm the cape. I'm the cape of levitation. So we've got a brand new Marvel film to talk about today. That's right. We're talking the new Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... Time to go to another dimension. Or or, uh, time to enter the madness. Let's get into the madness. Cheers. Cheers. here today i've got a new new one that i've never had before daniel it's from grains of raft called frost hammer it's a hell's lager mm, smells good sounds good mm, yeah that's a good lager it's a great lager i just oh. have i've been back <laughs> I haven't had one of these in a long time, but I had bought a six pack the other day of the Starburst IPA from Ecliptic. Oh, yeah. I haven't had that one in a while either. Yeah, I kind of just like drank it so much and I'm like, I had to take a break. Seems like like the straight out of Portland. Taking a mm. break from that right now because I've been drinking that a lot too. But yes, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Good. Well, let's get into our movie news segment here. I know we've got a couple things to talk about. And we'll end with a, should we end with that trailer or talk about that first? Uh, we can end with it. That's fine. We've got a couple things here from movie news and we'll talk about that trailer at the end. But just because pretty relevant, uh, especially since, uh, sorry, everything, everywhere, all at once. You know, we just saw that a couple weeks ago. Well, apparently one of the stars, the guy who plays the grandfather, James Hong, mm-hmm. who's apparently been in 650, 650 films and television credits, finally got a star on the Hollywood walk. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say, finally drop dead. <laughs> well, I thought that's what I was reading too. It was like, oh, 650 films. I'm like, oh my God. Then we're like, nope, he got a, he got a Hollywood star on the walk of fame. Like, Pretty sweet. Sweet. In 650 films and television credits, you should have gotten one a while ago, it sounds like. Well, I don't know how that works. Like, if you had to submit for it, I don't think they come to you. I think you have to submit for it and maybe... And I think you have to, like, pay, pay them for it, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, the Ahsoka series started production yesterday. Oh, very nice. You know, Rosio Dot, Rosiar, Rosio Dawson, Rosario, Rosario. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, which Dave Filoni is also heavily involved in that because, you know, Soka was his original character. So that's great. Sweet. That will be awesome. I hope it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. Big Clone Wars fan, big Ahsoka fan. Is it going to take place during the Clone Wars? I don't think so. I think it's going to be like what she was up to, like around the time of like the Mandalorian. Because oh, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to have it during the Clone Wars because we see her during the Clone Wars consistently in the TV show. Um, but there is a dark period where she's away for a while, and then she comes back in season seven. Okay. So it's possible you we might get flashbacks because during season six of the show she's not even in the show because cool of things got... that happen in season five. Okay, well, that'd be cool if we got flashbacks to the Clone Wars at least. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I try to still have hope when it comes to Star Wars. Okay, and well. This is more like a, already a debunked rumor because there are rumors flying around this week that Ezra Miller was going to be recast as the Flash 
after uh, the Flash movie. And the rumor was that Dylan O'Brien was going to take up the mantle of the Flash. But apparently that has been proven false. And WB said that they are still in communication with Ezra and not replacing him or recasting him. Communication through a glass, thick glass window. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, we, I don't know. (laughs) Where you got to take the phone off the wall. I don't know. I it seems like something that you someone that you would want to recast. Well, it's just weird to me because for their Fantastic Beast series, they recast Johnny Depp like that with just allegations. This guy's actually done shit and well, we'll think about it. Yeah. I don't know. Disney's more of a knee jerker. I think DC is a little bit more desperate for consistency. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but we will see. I still just all I want. I don't even care about the Flash. I just want to see Michael Keaton. Me too. All I want to see, obviously. Okay, and last but not least, we will talk about the new trailer that confirmed the movie is actually real. Jordan, you were right. Top Gun mm-hmm. Mavericks never gonna come out though. Oh. Yes, it is. Yes. yes, it is. We everybody. I mean, we saw it in front of Multiverse of Madness, but now everybody else has seen it. Um, because they posted online like a day or two ago, maybe even. I think, it was, I think it was Monday morning. Yep, but Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Yeah, what a teaser trailer! I mean, it was mostly just tons of images with some music over it, a little bit of dialogue towards the end, but cool teaser trailer. I gotta say, overall, I mean. A lot of it was, you know, because it's been 13 years or so. It's like, hey, remember Pandora? But- remember? I mean, that's what I hate so much about it. That I'm just like watching it like, ooh, all those shots look gorgeous. I mean, CGI has, was like, you know, Avatar was more just like a visual feast than like a great story. But... I think once, I don't know, like CGI has come so far. And if this has been like in the works for so long, like it's, it's gotta be good. People like, that it's saw Doctor, look good. I, people that I saw mean. Doctor Strange in 3D, therefore saw the trailer in 3D, said it looked amazing in 3D. Yeah. We only saw it in 2D, but yeah. I liked what I saw. Uh, you know, the underwater shots, very cool. Uh, yeah, I got, I got to say, I thought their underwater stuff was better than Aquaman's. Better than Finding Nemo, too. Yeah. Good. I mean, it, I visually, you know, I liked everything I saw. I have no idea what the story is yet. It looked like it was Jake. I forget the girl's name. And I guess they have kids or something. I think it was their family wandering around. Like, we see them jumping on branches. There's some kid. Do they have kids at the end of the first movie? I don't remember. I'd have to go and rewatch it. Because there was someone that, like, with them doing, that like, wasn't... Pregnant right at the end. There was I don't somebody, remember. It's somebody... been a long, long time since I've seen Avatar. Probably like eight, six to eight years. I don't think I've seen it since like 2010 or 11. I remember watching it at home once while I was sick. Because I'm like, well, this is the only time I'm going to want to watch a three-hour movie. <laughs> it's that long? I don't remember being that long. I don't know. Anyway. pretty but yeah, cool shots. Um, yeah, we get what looks like the uh, Colonel dude is back as an, a potential avatar, even though he died in the first one. I guess they're bringing him back somehow. At least I think it's supposed to be him in one of the shots with one of the, was it the Navu, Navi, one of the Navi characters? I know, like I said, like I remember bits and pieces. Like I don't, I'm sure there's a lot that I've forgotten. I remember him like taming his like, his pterodactyl thing whatever the thing that they fly around i don't know it's been a really long time so i yeah, you see somebody swimming with some kind of sea creature in the same way that you connect your tail to the uh, pterodactyl things it was connected to the sea creature and also it's two hours and 41 minutes close enough close enough wow but yeah so i'm i hate to say it i'm more interested than i was because i was just like come on it's been like i was gonna hate watch it anyway no matter what but it's now i'm just like damn like those shots that they showed i'm like this does look really good and i'm like well, hopefully if you see dr strange better. again go see it in 3d 
and hopefully they're not relying too much on like this having five sequels because i don't think i'll be alive before the fifth one comes out yeah (laughs) we'll we'll see see. like i said the trailer it piqued my interest more because now like before the trailer it was a meme and now it's actually real and now i have to actually look at it and be like you know what that looks really good as like visually really good so we'll see what happens i mean if james Cameron can blow our minds again now he's done some good number twos terminator 2 come with me if you want to live aliens get away from her you bitch so maybe his ever our two will blow us away too i know but those all happen like 20 30 years ago we'll see it's just a it's just a big we will see i don't know i'm trying to temper my expectations or at least i'm like okay i'm gonna look at something gorgeous as long as not great good as as long as it's not a matrix four all over again i hope not that was also they were both number 10 on my most anticipated list back-to-back years just out of sheer curiosity Hopefully this one's not a letdown like Matrix 4 was. I don't, I don't know. At least I think this will be more enjoyable to watch than Matrix 4. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's good. Just means it'll be more enjoyable to watch. Yes. Well, all right. I guess that's it for movie news here. Shall we move on to other th- stuff we saw? Did you see anything yeah. else this week? Well, we didn't have a new episode last week took a week off because we didn't really have anything we were just kind of busy but you know last wednesday was may the 4th and i told you over beers last week but i decided i'm like well it's star wars day i'm like what stories do i want to watch i'm like "Mm." i I wasn't really sure so i'm like you know what i'm gonna rewatch the phantom menace because i haven't seen that one in at least 10 years and I was also kind of curious because, you know, I wanted to watch that and watch the Clone Wars or Attack yeah. of the Clones because, I mean, the last time I had seen these movies, I had never seen the Clone Wars TV show. Um, and there are actually surprisingly like quite a few characters that they develop in the Clone Wars TV show that are in like a couple frames of like the Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But Uh, i don't know like i i i don't want to say i'm a prequels apologist but you know it was a lot more enjoyable than i i thought it would be i mean the pod racing scene's still pretty fun i don't know yeah pod racing yeah but yeah i watched i watched the phantom menace and attack of the clones i haven't watched revenge of the sith but i also i'm like well i'll probably finish out the prequel trilogy and uh, maybe a couple other things, like maybe rewatch some of the Clone Wars to get ready for the Kenobi TV show in a couple weeks here. Yeah, the world building is good in these movies. I just wish George Lucas had let somebody else do the dialogue. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Like, I, I had fun watching them, and then I also even watched the Clone Wars TV show, like the movie that they launched the series with. Which- I forgot that even existed. I forgot they did yeah. a movie first before the show. I mean, it the the animation hasn't aged incredibly well. Even in the early episode, like it does get better as the TV show goes on, but the early seasons like are kind of rough. Mm-hmm. But and the other thing is like I get why this was panned when it came out in theaters because it they should have focused on making one cohesive story. But when you watch it, it's like they're doing a couple story like a story arcs from the tv show instead of making it one cohesive storyline for the movie so it's kind of like you're watching like two or three story arcs in an hour and a half to a show that hasn't come out Hmm. but i don't know like i said i i enjoy them i had fun revisiting the phantom menace and attack of the clones well maybe we'll talk more here in the weeks to come because i'm thinking about rewatching them i'm i'm still on my stranger thing kick trying to get through the seasons of that but i'm really thinking about rewatching the prequels trilogy to get ready for the obi-wan kenobi series yeah i mean i would i've watched i watched the friend of the sith well i feel like that one i watched like a couple years ago when season seven of the clone wars came out 
because that like directly intertwines with Re- the Revenge of the Sith for the finale. Oh, nice. So I rewatched that, and then I rewatched the, <laughs> then I rewatched the finale of Clone Wars, which was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I had fun. Like I said, not my favorite Star Wars movies. I think that's still probably, well, it's still the original Star Wars, Rogue One, and I don't know. Those are at least my my top two. Well, I don't know. Let's just bundle up the prequel trilogy. <laughs> or not the prequel trilogy. Just let's let's just bu- bundle up the original trilogy and put Rogue One up there too. Sounds good. But yeah. That's in a nutshell what I watched this past week. Nice. Yeah. What did I watch this week? Stranger Things. And yeah, I finished season one of Stranger Things, started season two. I guess uh, I was with someone last week and we watched Risky Business, <laughs> which I think I've talked about that on that on the show before. That's what Jordan does. He show he asks people, have you seen Risky Business when he meets them? And, and then they, they say no. Then they're like, whoa. Have I got a movie for you? Do you like Tom Cruise? Whitey tidies? Um, drug abuse, maybe? And hookers, I think? Then I've got a movie for you. It's no drugs. Come on now. What? So there's no drugs? Maybe it's implied drug use then. I don't know. It's the 80s, Jordan. Anyway. anyway. Risky business. Check it out. I think it's, it's on HBO Max right now. So yeah, check it out if you want to. Fun movie. I highly recommend it. It's Home Alone for Adults. Good times. Good soundtrack. Good score. I don't know everything. if I call it Home Alone for Adults. Well, well, he's 18. He's left Home Alone. His parents go on vacation. He has a hooker come over. And then one thing leads to another. And uh, yeah, before he knows it, there's a whole house full of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't set traps, but... Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on here. Let's get into our main movie on tap. Let's get into the multiverse of madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. Nightmare begins. Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, something Gomez, can't even, not even try the first name, and Rachel McAdams. Doctor Stephen Strange, Cassie Forbidden Spell, that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. So yes, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, very anticipated film. I know you were definitely looking forward to it. What were some of your opening thoughts on it? Well, okay. This, as far as what, Phase 4 we're in currently, as far as everything they announced, I think this was the one that I was most excited about. Because I remember really liking Doctor Strange, but I'm like, okay. I mean, especially when they announced Sam Raimi was directing it, and it's just all about the multi... I mean, it was called Multiverse of Madness. I'm like, okay, this sounds like, just from the title, I'm like, this is going to be a gonzo adventure. And I was not disappointed in that. So I was super, super looking forward to this. Um, You know, obviously, we're not going to... We'll give you some brief thoughts, but the best part of these movies are full-on spoilers, you know, which I mean, because there's cameos, there's, there's cool plot points, but I I was really looking forward to this. It had the biggest, like, high-risk, high-reward scenario in my head, and I think I, I, well, I really enjoyed watching it. I had a fucking blast watching it, and I'm, and I saw this, I'm like, okay, this was rated PG-13, I'm like, okay. Sam Raimi could do it. Sam Raimi, do what James Gunn did. Go over to DC, be like, hey, I want to direct Constantine, but rated R. Because that's what I want. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, honestly, like super excited for this movie. Really looking forward to it. 
highly anticipated for me and I was not let down. What about you, Jordan? What about me? I was definitely looking forward to this film. I mean, it, as much as since let's say post post end game Spider-Man across into the Spider-Verse was definitely, or excuse me, Spider-Man No Way Home was definitely my most anticipated MCU film as far as it goes, but this was definitely a close second. And definitely after Spider-Man ended and we saw that trailer at the very end of Spider-Man, I was like, oh, cannot wait for this. Not about that. So yeah, my, my hype was up there. Like I was really, really looking forward to this movie. Couldn't wait. It was definitely, like I said, second most anticipated MCU film post Endgame. And hear about Sam Raimi come back as a director for a comic book movie. I was like, oh, hell yeah. You know, Sam Raimi's going to be back directing Marvel. He's never done MCU. You know, he's done Marvel, but not MCU. Right. And I didn't know this. I guess he hasn't directed a movie since Oz the Great and the Powerful. I It's been however many years ago that was, like almost 10 years ago. Damn, I'm surprised they were able to get him on the, or he was able to get on the project. I didn't even realize that. I mean, like, I'm a Raimi fan, but I'm more of, I mean, okay, he's produced some stuff pretty consistently, but yeah, he hasn't, he has not directed anything since that. Yeah, but. Real quick, okay. what? Why is this thing telling me I got a time limit on our Zoom call? It's saying know. remaining time, nine minutes, 30 seconds. Upgrade to pro. The crap's all I, this. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. We're going to have to do a part one, part two. Okay. All right. We'll try and make clean breaks. So, yeah. Dana and I went and saw this movie, sat down, watched it. And I got to say, this thing was hot garbage. Did not like this movie whatsoever. I just, especially after that Avatar 2 trailer, it's just, you, you just, you can't follow that. You liar. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> no, I, I had a good time. Uh, the more I thought about it, and I think I really need to go see it again. Yeah, there was some stuff, um, some stuff that bothered me a tiny bit, but not too much to ruin the film by any chance. But no, I, I had a good time with this. I liked how it got dark. I liked the darkness of it. This definitely had a darker tone than a lot of uh, MCU films. And a lot of people died, which was kind of sweet. That's, I mean, that's always Yeah, because it's like one of the happened. fun things. Like, yeah, these are multiverse people. This isn't the main MCU universe. So you can do whatever the hell you want with them. Yeah, it's just fun seeing people die in this, in this world because they just never do. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really cool seeing that. Yeah, I love Doctor Strange in this. I, I wanted to match them off slash Scarlet Witch. Loved her. She was probably one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, the side characters were good, too. Wong had some good moments. Rachel McAdams being a part of it again. We haven't seen her since the first Doctor Strange. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I I had a good time, you know? There, and I, I did, there's and, some you know, I didn't stuff know we'll any... talk about later, but overall, I had a good time. Yeah. Oh, but what I think I want to say before we get in, like super deep into this but marvel had put out a list of what you should watch going into doctrine and multiverse of madness and because they had said watch the original doctor strange watch loki watch the what if series and also what else did they say oh and watch wandavision honestly yes i get that that all of those i feel and I think it's important to say, like, if you're like afraid, like what you should watch, what you should recap, honestly, I would watch Doctor Strange if you haven't seen it in a while, because I think that's still one of like a great Marvel move to revisit. There's a couple things in the Multiverse of Madness that I wouldn't have noticed or really remembered. Like there was a gag and then there was like they talked about his watch, which in the first one, they show why his watch is important um Which I but other that. than that i mean the only thing that i think is required reading so to speak is really watching wandavision because they take a lot of the story beats and extend them from the end of wandavision yeah figure out where she's coming from her motive and stuff like that you have to have seen wandavision yeah but honestly loki in what if like yeah there's some what if characters in here but it's really i feel like it's just they just want you to watch it to open your mind to the concept of the multiverse and how it functions Right. But I think they're just concepts alone. So I, the only thing you really need to watch ahead of time is Doctor Strange and WandaVision. So there, boom. Cut out half of the content. Easy peasy. Boom. 
And there's plenty of recap videos on YouTube too. And there's plenty of recap videos. But if you're not into that, if you have the time, you only need to watch one movie and, you know, a mini series. But, you know, better than three series in one movie. Does this still feel like it was after Spider-Man, after the events of Spider-Man to you? Or do you think this could have been before or after? I mean, the only thing that makes it after Spider-Man is the line where they say Spider-Man and they don't mention Peter Parker by name. Because at this point, like he's been erased, Peter Parker has been erased from everybody's memories, but Spider-Man still exists in the world. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming this is post. Because I think especially this was... since at the end of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, we got the trailer for Doctor Strange. Right. And well, I guess I read somewhere that this was originally supposed to be slated to come out first before Spider-Man No Way Home, which I thought was interesting. Um but I was gonna say, um, yeah, I guess I guess I thought the the story definitely went in a different direction. I thought it was gonna go. I thought we were gonna more be about Doctor Strange kind of trying to undo the madness at the end of uh, that happened at the end of Spider Man, and I don't I, I didn't I didn't know where the story was gonna go, but and I was fine with where it did go. Just um, say yeah, I was not disappointed at all. You know, the opening sequence at the beginning was really cool i mean his dream sequence was just awesome we just start off the whole thing with a bang yes and i love that like it from the i mean this it's two hours long so it's a little bit short like it's two hours six minutes so it's a little bit shorter than a normal mc movie because usually they average around two and a half hours but honestly that from the moment the movie starts like it's pretty much go all the way to the end you know, and I love how instead of like building up the momentum, they just start in the middle with a lot of momentum into like a dream sequence. And then they expand upon the concept from there. And, you know, you meet all the characters. I think that was really smart. I loved, I loved how they opened up the movie. Really just gets you hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, the, I feel like the last Marvel movie that did it was, I guess, Shang-Chi where it's like, Early on, we get the bus fight scene, like almost immediate, like pretty. I mean, it's not as immediate, but it's pretty early on in the movie where we get that awesome but- bus fight scene. Right. Yeah. Really he's, at, he's at, we're at, uh, I can't remember her character's name, Rachel McAdams' wedding. What's the yeah. character's name? Christine. Christine. Yeah. We're at Christine's wedding. Get married to somebody else. It's not strange. He's definitely bummed out about it. Lives in New York, women everywhere, but needs this one well that's his love interest that's the one (laughs) it's the one that believed in him got away got away they could never figure out what they were that's interrupted by a giant green monster attacking the city a giant monster with one eyeball yeah which that was that fight scene was awesome and what happens to that monster incredible yes oh man i see i didn't i didn't see uh that'd be a spoiler we'll talk spoilers in a little bit well yeah yeah let's try to like breeze through this and go straight to spoilers yeah yeah um overall satisfying movie i like the tone of it um i liked the how violent it would get at some points uh let's see what else definitely had some like good sam raimi elements to it revolving around a book a dark yeah. book <laughs> that's like oh that's definitely where have we seen that before hmm. yeah where have we seen that before dan elfin had a really good score that i thought stood out i enjoyed that quite a bit um what else yeah characters good going in all there's just yeah i guess yeah i, I i'm trying to think what how else to say stuff without spoiling it's okay it's okay well well <laughs> Yeah, I know. Okay, but we'll okay. I mean, he's had some good likes. I mean, some of my like quick likes before we'll just jump right into spoilers in a second. We're really just like one, first and foremost, I thought this movie was great. I really enjoyed the dark atmosphere. It really felt like we were watching like a magic movie that was based entirely around like the magical elements, not just more like fantastical and like people are just really strong. It it's a bit more clever. Mm-hmm. And one of the my biggest like praises is it feels like an adventure 
that only Doctor Strange could go on. So many Marvel movies, you could put whoever in the main cast for whatever movie. This is an adventure that only he could do. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with that. So I'm just, this thing is just wake, making me weirded out. Like, is it going to just like an, stop recording in like less than a minute? It's not even uh, counting. I, I think so. That's why I finished up my, <laughs> my thoughts. So we'll give it a second. What it didn't even... What the fuck? I don't know why it's doing this. Never done this before. Got it. Uh, I don't know what's going on. That's so weird. Well, I I don't know. I'm like before we started today, I up like you know I got an update for Zoom. Now it's Same. like oh yeah, we have new plans. You can go pro. You're like awesome, but it's also like pro twenty five dollars a month. It's like would that be for each of us? I don't know. Fuck that. Anyway. All right. Here we are. Sorry, we're having technical difficulties today. But yes, both fired up for Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness. I say we just get into spoilers here because there's really, it's it's really hard to talk about this without spoiling it. I've heard heard reviews about this movie, but I say go see it. It's definitely worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, I think we both kind of said like we were both, we both really enjoyed this movie um honestly like i said like all the best parts of this are 100 spoilers so it, it is hard to talk and i'd rather just be like hey go see it you know if you're interested you're interested i mean <laughs> i see i see her hi oh hold on <laughs> one sec you want to come say hello come say hello we have a special little guest here. Yeah. Say hello into the microphone. Say hello. Hello. Say, Hi. You hear my brother? Say hello. Hello. You Hi. see him on the screen? Say hello. Hi. You're so big. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. No problem. Okay. Well, at least that interruption was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hello. 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 <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay, where were we? Um, we were just pretty much saying, you know, we, we both recommend it. Go see it. I mean, tons of people. I mean, everybody and their mom sounds like it. They have gone seen it. It made almost half a billion dollars opening weekend. Worldwide, yeah. Worldwide, like four. I think it was sitting around four hundred and fifty. Probably went up a little bit. So, well, that's what it's up to now. So, I think opening weekend, at least for the domestically, it was one hundred eighty-seven. Yeah. So it hasn't been open a week, and it's almost made a billion dollars. So, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Because it seems like everybody, well, not everybody has seen it yet because it hasn't crossed a billion. But yeah, it's, well, it's at, it's at 479 right now as of today. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But other than that, yeah, we're going to get into spoilers because there is some good stuff in here. Good stuff in here. All right. We're excited to talk about it. Spoiler talking. Three, two, one. Spoilers. All right. Let's talk about this green monster here. So okay, yeah, I was so excited about the movie that I bought the uh, Doctor Strange Lego. Multiverse of Madness into the Multiverse of Madness Lego set. I mean, big, big green eye monster. I actually I love that scene. I wasn't. We saw him in the previews. The monster. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but that was a fun scene. And there were definitely parts of that scene, the action wise, where I'm like, oh, this kind of feels like Spider Man Two kind of action. I'm liking this. And there's yeah. a there's actually a moment where I was like. I'm waiting for Spider-Man to come around the corner and like help. I was really waiting for that cameo. Like, even if he's in this movie briefly, what if Spider-Man came around the corner and helped Doctor Strange take on this monster? Yeah, you know, that would have been kind of cool. Um, and one of the, my biggest surprises was how much of this movie didn't actually re- rely on cameo content. Like there were definitely cameos for sure, but they're mostly condensed to something in the plot that made sense mm-hmm. 
you know, they weren't just like sprinkled throughout. Like you met these characters all at once in like a more constructed way than just like, oh, look, there's that. Oh, look, there's that. Honestly, I saw some people saying like, you know, like they were disappointed by the cameos in it, but I was pretty happy that the fact like we're still focusing on Doctor Strange. You know, so I wasn't personally upset about that. I thought we got a lot of good stuff as far as like cameo content goes. So I was pretty satisfied. The only one that I was disappointed in as far as cameos that were rumored but never happened was the internet really like made me hope for this one was to see Tom Cruise as an alternate version of Tony Stark. Oh, you're telling me, you know, you know, mad I was when we got to the end of the movie and that didn't happen. I was mad. That and Deadpool. I thought both of those characters might have made a cameo. Well, rumor has it Sam Raimi had to cut a ton out of this movie. Like this, he had a cut that was almost three hours long. Well, I hope they usually don't do this, but damn, like give me a direct of all the Marvel movies. I want a director's cut of this one so bad. Hashtag release the Raimi cut. Yeah. But don't do it. Just just release it on the Blu-ray, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Just make give me a rated R Raimi cut. Just you can oh, only get it on gosh, Blu-ray. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would. Because you know it's out there. Sweet. Oh my gosh. I but would. um I pay money for that. I, I would I, I pay 20 bucks for that. If they like re-release like a rated R version, I'd go see it. Oh for hell sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. But honestly, I loved. I love the fight with the big eye. Like, you know, we saw it on the trailer, but it happens pretty early on in the movie. And the fact that, you know, the fight is pretty, like, it goes on for a while. And I, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. And then just how it ends is literally like, oh, does Dr. Strange blast it? Does Dr. Strange, like, you know, send it away into another yeah, Put it in a portal, send it away. Yeah, I know. I... And then it's like, no. He does um, like street magic where he literally just pierces it in the eye with the telephone pole and then he rips out the entire eye. That was awesome. glorious. So glorious. I didn't see that hat coming at all. And I, when that happened, I was like, oh, hell yeah. No, I thought he was going to like chop it in half with like his saw blade magic. That didn't happen. He just literally like skewers the eye and yanks it right out. I was all for that. You know, and that also, um, so I still don't know anything about the character america chavez besides what was in the movie mm-hmm. I, i've never heard of her before but i did enjoy her character like i wasn't sure but i thought it was a good she helped i mean her character helped put the push the plot forward she, they kind of used her as a MacGuffin because every time she gets scared like they get flung into another universe but especially for someone so green it really helps her like okay we go from this universe to this universe so it kind of gives the or like in it's one of my favorite comic book tropes is like somebody with immense power that has absolutely no control over it. Like Jean Grey. Awesome. The Phoenix, even better. You know, Wanda, awesome. You know, mm-hmm. it's something we've seen over and over. It's one of those tropes that I always love where it's like she could fuck you up or she could just like completely like crumble. It's kind of like a who who knows what's gonna happen. Um and especially how they use her in the end, I thought they were going to use her a different way, but I mean, that, that is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but how, what I love most about the first Doctor Strange is when he fights Dormammu, it doesn't turn into like a huge like gut punch because he's literally like a universe in and of himself. So mm-hmm. you have to trick him. You have to essentially negotiate and bargain with this giant demon. Like, Instead of just screaming and punching harder, you actually have to find a creative solution. And they have to find a creative solution at the end of this movie too. And I think that's just really what makes the movie like lands the third act. Um, but honestly, like I did enjoy her character. I thought she was fun. I, you know, and with like the little sidekick character, even though she's not, she, I guess she would be the sidekick character. But especially in Marvel movies, that's usually the one that gets the bad jokes, that gets the, you know, like the the eye rolly stuff, because mm-hmm. you know, everybody has to be funny. But I think they used her. I don't want to say responsibly. Like I thought they they used her character just enough. Like they helped push the character forward. She was still her own character. 
and she still had other things to do besides teleport them into the universes. Um, and I thought that overall, the addition of the character I thought was really good. And also, like you, got, if you're gonna have somebody with like the audience, you know, but who the audience is like, oh yeah, they're explaining it to her, which means they're explaining it to us. You know, I don't know. I, I overall thought they handled her character pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, the overall, what I guess what becomes of the story is, what? Yeah. Why do they need to go to another universe again? Or are we just trying to get her home? Yeah, they were just trying to find. Well. They initially tried to get America Chavez home and also slash trying to figure out who's trying to track her down and take essentially steal her power to travel the multiverse. That's really the driving force is they're trying to figure out who's, or they want to know who's trying to track her down because someone's trying to steal her power to like essentially travel the multiverse and they don't know why but then we find out who is which also i'm like yeah this is going to be a huge like we're just going to try and find out and oh who's the baddie at the end of the tunnel in this movie right well i'll be goddamned if i didn't see i feel like i should have seen this coming but i wasn't prepared for how hard of a left turn they took with this character does it make sense yes and do i love the fact that she well that you know what we're in spoilers scarlet witch they make scarlet witch the fucking villain and i was have i was fucking psyched about it same here dude the, like the way she just goes unhinged and like she's she's definitely the most one of the most powerful if not the most powerful person in the mcu especially in the main cast because she just rips things like she's got literally pretty much unlimited power mm -hmm. now and to see her just go because the only way that you know because heroes have to hold back they have to you know they have to be responsible to people around her but oh you make her the bad guy you can just fuck shit up and she just destroys everything in this movie and oh my god that's what made it so fucking good yes it did yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I, I think she stole the show, personally. I think Scarlet Witch definitely stole the show, at least for me. And I love how they kind of like, you know, through the, since we see her in what, Avengers Age of Ultron, but that was like at the end, I think. Yeah. Um, or I can't remember, they were in a post credit scene, and I think they come through in Age of Ultron. But... Mm -hmm. One thing that I love, these things like, yeah, she was Wanda Maximoff. It wasn't until literally the very end of WandaVision that she became the Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. And now she is the Scarlet Witch. And they drive that home over and over again. But damn, I mean, like, she leaned, like, with Sam Raimi directing, you get, like, all these great horror elements with her. You get these brutal fight scenes with her. She just... She just steals the show, and I love her character and the fact that they did this with her. So I guess let's talk about a couple of favorite scenes. Gosh, um, I, I just I, one of my scene. first was that. I definitely have a favorite scene. Love the it. fight against the green monster was one of my first favorite scenes, but then I love the scene where America Chavez and Doctor Strange are traveling between all the universes, and just seeing that was just amazing. Like. How they like become a globs of paint in one and just yeah there's all these different things and i i love that same um i what? think go ahead oh sorry go ahead you have more no good well i mean i loved the let's see well i love the like you said the early monster fight scene was amazing um I also really, really liked the. Um, oh gosh. I know there was no. I mean, I really. I mean, obviously, when we get to the uh, like the Illuminati in the Marvel universe, and when they take on the Scarlet Witch, 
just gloves off, just they just lose and they lose hard. Mm-hmm. Was amazing. That I was think, one of my all time favorites. And I think like for some reason, one of my favorite scenes because I'm just like, yes, this only happens in a Doctor Strange movie. Is it was towards the end of the movie when he meets like that alternate version of himself and like that universe that had pretty much collapsed in and of itself and the his Doctor Strange had been holding on to I forget what it's called I'm just going to call it the Necronomicon but when they have that musical fight scene where he's ripping yes. this out and it's just that was so visually cool I I mean the visuals and just like the the score that goes along with it like the orchestral stuff like I thought that was so cool that was some genius what a cool creative thing to do yes i was really that was just different i just i loved it because it's just different yeah but i think it worked it worked everything in this movie really worked for me same i want to see it i really the more i talk about it the more i really want to go back and see this in 3d i really want to see this movie in 3d i think 3d would do wonders for this movie i bet it would but i for some reason i don't know why but i loved that musical fight scene my favorite part of the whole movie just because i loved how just bonkers and weird it was i mean and him just like especially i mean and then right after that scene it turns into like you know goes back to the deep sorcery where like after he defeats that guy he's just which okay first when he defeats that guy because they talk about the theory that like if you dream about it it's like the your view into a parallel version of yourself Mm-hmm. And when he's fighting the dark Doctor Strange, who'd been traveling the multiverse as well, dreamwalking, I guess they is what they called it. But he would essentially he's like, if you've ever dreamed about dying after you've fallen a long distance, it was probably me. Cause he they just tell him that he's been going around just killing other versions of Doctor Strange. And then at the end of that musical fight, he gets knocked out the window and just impaled on the fence outside yeah loved it it's great awesome i enjoyed all the blood i will say in this movie as for what as much as we got for a pg-13 movie i liked it same i know it's just like oh man this is a great mcu movie but i'm like i just want more like we're on the precipice of just one of the best rated r superhero films ever I know. I just want to like balls to the wall, go all out. I go all out. And I, I well, I guess let's get to that. Um, what is it? What was that group called? The the Marvel Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. So Doctor Strange and America are captured. There we meet a different universe alternation of a uh, Christine. 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 Yeah. yeah. Of Christine. Good stuff there. But yes, then we meet this group called the Illuminati, which are they basically this this dimension's Avengers is my was my guess. Yeah, I think so. I knew they were called the Illuminati. I don't really know much about the Marvel Illuminati from the comics. I just heard people talk about that after the trailer initially dropped. Well, whoever they were, what a cool group. I enjoyed myself. So the original was it the original is they're run by the original baddie of the end, or at least was was he it's been so long since I've seen Doctor Strange one. Yeah, he was the well, he was the he was his friend turned foe by the end of Doctor Strange. The first and that's one, who, and that's Mordo. who we were kind of predicting would be the bad guy in this, right? Yeah, well, we at least knew from the trailer that he was coming back. Okay, but yes, Mordo. Was Mordo, his name. that was his name. But we thought he'd be. I thought he was going to be the bad guy at least. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, but yeah, we got, but we had the Illuminati scene, which I mean, some of the stuff I'm like, how did they keep this under wraps? Cause I like, I also tried to stay with, but I saw like two full trailers. Um, so I'm not sure. I think they probably usually come out with three or four trailers, which is too much for a movie like this. But I mean, do you have one? I had no idea. John Krasinski was actually going to be in it as Mr. Fantastic. That was crazy. I had no he idea. He was a we fan cast that. as Mr. Fantastic. And I think he was also approached to direct the Fantastic Four. And I think now he's back in talks to do it since uh, the director of Spider Man turned it down. 
So, but yes, John Skrzynski is uh, Mr. Fantastic. Awesome. He even mentions Sue, Sto- not by name, but he says my wife and kids, which is Sue Storm. And I forget his son's name, but he's like an o- Omega level mutant, which is just like, like rivals Scarlet Witch in his ability to manipulate the world. Okay. Which is pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I mean, who we get? Then we get like alternate version of Mordo. Cool. Um, so cool to see live action Captain Britain. Yeah. Peggy Carter, awesome. which was that I loved that. And they brought back the original actor who played her in like the um well i guess in endgame slash in the first captain america movie mm-hmm. and the and the pig i forget she also had her own marvel tv show which people really liked but i think it only went for a couple seasons yeah it only was a season or two i forget i forget why they canceled it because i heard it was good yeah i heard it was great too i just have Peggy not gone to watch it yet, but it was great to see her i saw her what if episode because hers i think was the first one so that was cool. And we get uh, their version of uh, Captain Marvel, which uh, which uh, played by, was it Natasha Lynch from No Time to Die? I think so, yeah. But it was definitely like, yeah, the new 007 from No Time to Die, which I didn't realize it was her until you told me, which is pretty sweet. Um, and who's, the, who's that one guy that screams? Okay, so, which I'm glad they kind of talk about it a little bit because i was going to tell you after words but his name's black bolt he's in omega level mutant slash he's part of the inhumans which we haven't seen in the mcu they had that tv show and they were originally they were originally going to make an inhumans movie that they announced a long time ago and then it just never materialized but black bolt is like essentially like it's kind of one of those things like he's so powerful that he can't use his powers and they do bring it up because he literally, like, if he whispers too loud or talks in a normal voice, he could, his voice will literally level a city. Jeez. So that's why he just, like, doesn't speak unless he, Nods. unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting that they'd pull him out, but, you know, cool that you got, like, somebody who's just, like, completely random, at least for most MCU watchers. And then, of course, we get you know, we knew this from the trailer. We heard his voice, but we get Patrick Stewart, Professor X, but they put him in the green monster from the 90s X-Men. And I did look up, confirmed, that was the 90s X-Men theme song. Yes, it was. Yes, which is so awesome. Elfman, you're a genius. Yeah. That was awesome. No, he comes out in his yellow hover chair that we know from the cartoon. And yeah, to the 90s X-Men cartoon theme. It was amazing. And we didn't even mention the Ultron bots, but there are also Ultron robots that were in the trailer too, which is pretty oh, true. Cool. Yeah. Good and, stuff though. But I mean, it was cool seeing all those characters. Great seeing Patrick Stewart in an actual MCU movie. Mm-hmm. you know talk people talking about like this is the the 90s x-men version of professor x yeah yeah supposedly which is still pretty sweet i love it um what's even sweeter than meeting all these characters is watching them die in horrific ways yeah i didn't know where we were going with these characters and then when we get to that scene where there's one after another now this is one of these things where I, I wish there was better choreography. Why she's only find them one at a time. But I mean, it's it's kind of cool, though, because you have all four of them. And I mean, the way she takes out the first one, which is great, shuts his mouth. And when he tries to say anything, just blows his own brains out. Which was fucking awesome. Like, yeah, like, oh, Black Bolt can erase you with a single word with his mouth. And it's just like, oh, what mouth? Just matter manipulates, no mouth. Then he just screams in horror and explodes himself. Awesome. That was great. So Freaking yeah, I, I want I wanted to I wanted um a better fight with uh, Reed Richards though because I really want to see him in action. I know he, he approaches her. He kind of approaches her like, okay, whoa, 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 what's going on? And then she just annihilates him right then and there. 
I know. I know. I, I know. It's just like, but it's, it's also, I think it's also part of it's just like Scarlet Witch is so unbelievably powerful. I would have loved seeing more Reed Richards in action to at least last a couple more minutes of screen time, but just a little bit longer. They all get annihilated pretty quick. And the final one standing is the one you would expect with Captain, like the, that version of Captain Marvel, because she is one of the most powerful. Well, beings, like, like, I, I just want to say the way Peggy Carter or Captain Britain went down, though, getting chopped in half Darth Maul style by the by the shield. Amazing. Oh, yeah. It's like what I would have loved to see out of like a rated R like Winter Soldier movie where he just throws it so hard with his arm that it, it just decapitates people. It would be amazing. But yeah, that would have been that, awesome. That was so, that was such a great death. I loved it. But like, yeah, just to like see it go through, like it's still you know Doctor Strange, so you don't actually see it sever her in half, but you just see the top, the top shot of her, like, uh, and then it starts to slide over. So good, <sighs> man. And then freaking, and then the Captain Marvel of this universe fights like lasts a little bit longer than the rest of them, but eventually Wanda just strips away her power and then just crushes her under a bunch of rocks. Brutal. But damn, if that wasn't some of the best shit I've ever seen in the MCU. Oh, well, then even um, Professor Xavier was, wait, was he after all four of them? Yes. But yeah. He was, because after she annihilates all of those, those like the Illuminati members, Professor Professor Xavier, like kind of is trying to get into her mind, like having a, a psychic battle with her while trying to uh while trying to rescue the wanda she had taken over the body of to try and expel wanda from that universe but she kills him in like in like her mind and then he just kind of dies in real life too man but damn i mean i I, just after that i'm like oh shit they're all dead yeah just like oh that was that was all of them they're they're all dead now well shit all right but i also love that it takes a toll on like the the host body in the in that universe that and then i love the sequence as they're trying to get away from her while like she's like a little messed up she's messed up from the fight too but she still is able to annihilate everybody but they're running through like these corridors like slamming the doors behind them and you really get like sam Raimi like evil dead vibes when wanda's just like trudging after them cat mm-hmm. trying to catch up with them after the fight which i thought was pretty good and very like definitely screams like sam raimi horror influence it's so i fucking i love this movie man i'm so happy that it was good and honestly i could have done with a little bit more but i i don't know if that's what helps make it great is how far got- it t- just jumps off and then only two hours if I have some nitpick, and I, I guess I wanted to go to more dimensions, more multiverses than the, the one we were in for so long. Yeah. I wanted a little bit more of the multiverse stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I, I just had a good time. Like, this was just a really fun movie. And I, I do want to check it out in theaters again. It was just a, it was, it was good. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about the finale now? Yeah, let's talk about the finale. That was another okay. part I'd beef with towards the end. We'll, yeah. okay well one of the okay so i mean because you know wanda's the bad guy she's trying to get chavez or america chavez and eventually she gets her and takes her to this huge like scarlet witch shrine which was fucking a sweet set piece Mm -hmm. thought that was really cool um and he's trying to like exhume her power so she because essentially scarlet witch's whole motivation is she's trying to t- go into a universe, travel to the, through the multiverse and find a universe where she has her children from WandaVision because that's all she wants. She wants her children back. Is mm-hmm. in the main universe, she, the children were made up. So when she stopped her spell and uh, when she stopped her spell in WandaVision, they disappeared. Um, but the, well, even before that, there's so much good stuff, but 
I mean, I thought that was really cool. I thought the whole shrine with the demons was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how she makes Wong take her there was literally just like, I mean, we didn't even talk about her assault on like the uh, the Magic Kingdom. Come no, yeah, that was a great sequence. Which is sweet, just a bunch of sorcerers and the Scarlet Witch just shows up and attacks and there's just still there's so much good stuff Jordan. we could be here for two over like longer than the movie talking about how much we love the movie oh, i know i mean well that thing's really, counting down again so we only got nine minutes i know <laughs> but really like towards the when we get to that that final act and how doctor because doctor strange stuck in the universe with the evil doctor strange so he, he opens up the evil book does the dream walking and I loved the fact that he took over the dead body of the strange from the very beginning that he buried. Oh yeah. And we get yeah, zombie me. strange. That zombie strange was awesome. Zombie strange that commands a bunch of demons to be his wings. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That yeah, was uh, so cool. Such a cool yeah. sequence. And my only complaint about the end, I guess, was I guess, I, I still wanted her, like I still wanted WandaVision or Scarlet Witch to go up against Doctor Strange, like the Doctor Strange. And I don't know. I don't know what I wanted for her ending. She's obviously buried under a cliff or buried under a mountain, basically. We're presuming she's dead. Possibly. I saw people talk about because you see the flash of red before the whole thing comes down that they're like well because they showed a clip from wandavision where she teleports and there's this little flash of red so we'll see it's a yeah I, there's gonna be some cop out to bring her back i'm sure i really don't think she's dead no but i'd also like don't bring her back as good bring her back as a villain i love this same here but honestly i love yeah that would have been cool but i still think the fact that he's literally taking over a zombie body like that's just I thought that was great. I was very satisfied with that. Yeah. And I love how the ending, like, because I wasn't sure, because, like, I don't know much about, like, America Chavez's powers. Apparently, she does have, like, some strength, because she can, like, literally punch with, like, almost the power of the multiverse, I guess. And so when she first, like, hit Wanda, I'm like, okay, so we've seen so many heavy hitters die. I don't think it's a good choice to have her just, like, punch Wanda harder to beat her. And she tries. And she even says by her own admission, she can't beat her. But again, with Doctor Strange, there's a creative solution to the problem. And I love that creative solution was just like, you know, this new character, like, you know, like instead of like having America Chavez like beat Wanda for whatever reason, because Wanda's just way too powerful, that she's like, fine, I'll give you what you want. I'll show you universe where your children are. And then it kind of like holds the mirror up to her face. Like, no, you are a monster. You have destroyed lives to try this but why would they want why would they want you as their mother if this is who you are and i love how that just fucking breaks her yeah no that was and i'm oh, like good stuff that, i know like that's why that's why I think, especially watching Do- the original doctor strange again creative solution instead of just like oh i'm gonna punch him harder look i punched him hard enough that we won you know i really appreciate that they go out of their way to make it make sense in a creative way mm-hmm. love it and again that's what really nails that third act for me is like if she had like just punched her and be like oh wanda's down like especially after the whole movie is literally establishing the threat that wanda is pretty much unstoppable and the only way to stop her is to give her what she wants and then she realized that she's been fucking up this entire time love it good Ah, uh, yes. Very satisfying movie, though. I overall very enjoyed, very much enjoyed myself. Definitely, definitely recommend. So let's talk, I don't know, Third Eye. How did we get that Third Eye? I don't understand the Third Eye stuff. Uh, as far as I know, I'm sure it's in the comics. All I know is I'm like, yeah, mystic. Like, you know, opening up your Third Eye chakras. And like, it kind of just goes with the mysticism, I guess. I don't really know what it means. But... I'm excited to see it. And especially we see it in the post credit scenes too. So I'm like, okay, apparently a third eye is going to stick around. So let's see where it goes. And it's like with that mid credit scene too. So he's walking around the third eye, just 
enjoying himself. And all of a sudden, this cute blonde is like, hey, Dr. Strange, want to go in this portal with me? And he's like, okay. Which well. Charlie's, Charlie's Theron, and apparently that character's name is Clea. I think that's how you pronounce it. No idea who that is, though. No idea. No idea. So I'm like, cool, cool, interesting. Charlie's Theron in the MCU. All right. Maybe Love Charlie's Maybe Theron. he's going to the Fast and Furious universe. I hope not. Eh, eh, eh. Dr. Strange. Fast and Furious. Yeah, in the Fast and Furious of Madness. Yeah, but I do... <laughs> well, I think... Was that the... Oh, no, that wasn't the complete end. But I also really like that, like, you just walk... Because we talk about, like, the, the dark tome or the dark hold, I think is what it was called. Like, the book, and it just takes a toll on its users. Well, he used it, and he's, like, walking out, like, yeah, I'm happy now. Like, I think I'm content. And then he just falls over and just, like, screams for a second before she shows up. And I'm like, awesome. Tormented. Yeah, that was good. Madness. Madness. And then the end end credit scene, Bruce Campbell. I mean, we ha- he had a brief cameo at the beginning. Knew he would. And uh, I love how he just like says, oh, he, like, at the beginning, he curses him and he just punches himself and torments himself for what he said like three weeks. Yeah. I love how it shows him like, huh, huh, it stopped. And then the very, he just looks at the camera like, it's over camera cuts movies over that was, Lights up. that was hilarious <laughs> ah good stuff good stuff uh i tried to think if i were to write this out i think i go with a minus overall like as great as this movie was there's again just a couple of nitpick things that like i wanted to go to more multiverses but maybe that's in the same Raimi cut. Who knows? I don't know. I'm so curious what what was taken out like 45 minutes of footage taken out i'm so curious yeah, especially with if with the norm being two and a half hours, I feel like you could have added 20 more minutes of different multiverse traversal. I wonder if there's alternate ending or something. I'm, I'm very curious. But overall, had a great time. This is definitely enjoyable. But yeah, I think overall I give this an A- minus still. As very, far sol- as the- very solid overall. And yeah, just just a lot of fun. I don't know, man. I'm still really high on this. I'm like, it's like A plus plus plus. Yeah. Is it better objectively than like pure cinema movies? No. But is it, was it amazingly entertaining? Did I love every second that I was in the theater? Was I sad when the movie ended? All of those things happened. I had an amazing time. I really want to see this again. I'm definitely going to buy this day one. Um, this is going to be one of those, this is like top five MCU movies for me right now. Oh, nice. See, this would have a higher grade, like at least a solid A. Had I got my Tom Cruise, Tony Stark cameo. Yeah, a lot of people didn't get their cameos, Jordan. I know. That would have been sweet, though. Would have been freaking awesome. At least we got the sweet Maverick trailer before the movie. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks away. Woo woo. Woo, a couple weeks. Same week as Bob's Burgers. But yes, I mean, that's, that's it. That's that is our it. old review on the multiverse of madness. All right, Daniel. Well, according to our uh, Zoom thing, we got a minute left. Where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think about multiverse of madness. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Because what I've seen on Twitter, it's either one of those two things. Who's hating it though? I can see you there. I mean, it's just one thing. It made almost a billion dollars, so everybody saw it. Or like half a billion dollars in one weekend. So I know, everybody I, I thought it, so like, either, yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, know, it's the it was minority pretty... versus people who like it. Like the, the bad always it? gets better press. All right. But yeah, well, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. We both really enjoyed it. All righty. Well, hey, thanks everyone for downloading the show. If you like it, share with friends, and we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers.